You guys, special. Cat just walked in the door, a hot fucking bitch. Out of breath, looking Physically so hot. fucking fine. These red lips, got red top. Out. She's got your out. dub rubs. <laughs> <laughs> your nails look great. Let me Thanks. see. I got yellow. Ooh, that's good. And I got Barbie pink for my toes. Oh, I love it. Yes. Yeah. Did you have a good pamper day? I did. Yeah. I feel like I needed it. Do you ever get just like so burnt out you feel like you might burn everything down? Yeah. Yeah. That's where I was before today. I'm on the edge of crying Look at all this. day. You got a bubbly and here for me? And I had a bubbly me? ready for you. You guys hear that beautiful noise? I was like, I'm fucking ready. What's a sexier and noise there's than no, that? I know. Right? right? <laughs> it is. It kind of turns me on. seltzer opening. Mm. Woo. Mm. Oh, get in it. So refreshed, a mango. Um, Yeah, I'm just going to turn my ringer. So you, if you guys haven't noticed, there is no... <sighs> There's no Lupe. There's no Lupe because she's getting groomed because she stank. She's and not dead. She's just smelly. Her dog, her boyfriend dog Boo, also stank. Oh Boo! And all he they do Boo stink. when we when I walk them, all they do is they shit and then they kick dirt in each other's face. <laughs> so I was just like I can't anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and then old man Rocky's in the sink. So sink cat. It's a menagerie. Yeah. So you're feeling beautiful. You're looking good. I'm feeling, I'm feeling sweaty, but you feeling say I'm sweaty. looking, looking you are. beautiful. I'm into that. You are. And so last week we asked a lot of questions for me. Yes. But I have questions for you this time. Well, the answer is just put some lipstick on. That's okay. it. <laughs> for no matter let's what. See. Okay. So throughout this, let's figure out how often just put some lipstick on. Actually works yeah. for it. Yeah. So these are like in-depth. These yeah. are depth questions. Perfect. So first of all, describe yourself in one sentence. Oh, fuck. Really? Yes. In one sentence. Um, Weird. That's just a word. That's just a word. Now I have to be grammatically correct. Get some commas in there. A strange weirdo with a big heart. That's not a sentence either. Yeah, it is. Okay, well, it's a phrase. Why don't you start off with, like, hi, I'm Kat. Hi, I'm Kat, and I'm a stylist. And I'm... Oh, no, I was going to say... I wasn't going to do that. (laughs) Just... Yeah. Hi, uh, I'm Kat. I'm a stylist. And I'm Jenny, and I'm a comedian, and this is Gaudy Positive. And... You could just start out the sentence being like, Hi, I am Kat, and I am a strange weirdo with a heart of gold. Yeah. I don't know if I have, like, a heart of gold, but I do think I have a bleeding heart. I would say that. Oh, that's worse. That's worse, yeah. It's not worse, like, for the world, but it's worse for you. Oh, yeah, well... You know, I like color and patterns and mm-hmm. um, mid-century modern furniture and houses. And I Too like many travel. Sentences. And I like, these are just, this is a run-on sentence now. Yeah, it re- truly and is. And I like dogs. This is a zero-K Cupid profile. Dogs are the best. Yes, yeah, is it. That's all good things. Yeah. That's and a great, that's a great one sentence. I believe in therapy. Okay. Hi, <laughs> my name is Kat and I believe in therapy. Episode done. <laughs> that's it. Um... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's that is pretty good. Yeah. I didn't say anything about ethical fashion. Am I fired? It's fine. No, it's fine. <laughs> I'm always like, oh, and by the way, <laughs> and my activism is. Um, well, I want to know kind of like maybe like uh, things that you wouldn't talk about normally on like a podcast. It was just like about like who's cat, you know? It's like, oh yeah. Oh, here, you know, we know that you used to be a Christian. Like, oh yeah. 
super strong and you were in bands and you had a pair of pants from Delia's that you loved so much. I had a so lot much. of pair of pants from Delia's. But I want to know, in your formative years, mm. if you could pick a teacher who was the most influential, who would it be and why? Oh, high school, college, elementary school, middle school. I think formative. So okay, so below not high school. Yeah, because I college. feel like college was when I really started to like grow. Well, that was like that was like second era. Cat. I don't know that if was I like had. Cat 2.0. Yeah, well, I want first edition. Oh man, a teacher. I don't know if I had one. Yeah, I went to public school. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I'm sure there's somebody who was awesome. I definitely, I, I'll tell you a teacher I really liked who was a weirdo. Okay. And he was just like one of those people who, uh, I only had him, I had him my senior year in high school and he was my German teacher. His okay. name was Herr LeBlanc. Okay, and French. His, well, Herr is German. His last name Herr is French. LeBron. Yeah, LeBlanc. LeBlanc. Herr okay. LeBlanc. Yep. And uh, Monsieur LeBlanc. Uh, <laughs> Was an excellent German teacher. We watched a lot of German movies. So we okay. watched like Run, Lola, Run and uh, stuff like that. I can't. Oh, Inside the Third Reich and like all these things. But we watched them in German. Okay. Um, but what I loved about him is that like I was always pretty sure he was gay. Uh-huh. And he also was like, which shouldn't be the only thing that makes somebody love the, you, makes you love someone, right? There's, yeah. There's shitty gay people, right? <laughs> He oh, was not a shitty gay person. Tons of shitty gay people. He, the thing I just loved about him is that he was like, there was just something about him that was very authentic. And like, you think about it, uh, this was in Bowie, Maryland. Yeah. In, you know, the 2000s, which like, if you're a Gen Z or listening to this, you don't know. Yeah. You don't know. Like, it, like I did have friends who came out and it was, it was very much like a very big deal, which is not to say that it's not a big deal for kids today. It's just, I really do feel like it's such a different climate well, now. Well, there was no internet. There no. was no internet communities. There was. Yes, there was. But it wasn't It wasn't like it is now. There wasn't like internet activism back then the way there is now. True. You True. know? So like for this dude to be just very like, he was just authentically weird. There was just always this thing about him that was strange and fun and felt very cultured. Yeah. And like there was something sort of cosmopolitan about him. I think he like, I'm pretty sure he lived in D.C., which meant he commuted out to our little suburb every day. Like he just felt... Like, there was something about him that felt like, one day, I hope I get to come back and, like, have a drink with you. Okay. You know? So, yeah. So, he, he was, like, a window of um, being authentic. Yeah. And authenticity. Yeah. I remember I had a third grade teacher, Mr. Dalton, who was gay. Mm -hmm. Like, very gay. Yeah. Um, and, like... As a third grader, you're just like, oh, this person is, like, so nice and, mm -hmm. like, they're very warm and, like, mm -hmm. would give you hugs and, like, it was very sweet. And <laughs> I do remember, like, we would always be like, where's your wife, Mr. Dalton? Oh, and he'd be like, well, yeah, I just don't have one yet. Yeah. But here's the picture of me and my dog. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, like, his school picture was, like, him and his husky. Oh, my God. And I remember talking to my dad and being like, Mr. Dalton, so great. I love him. Uh -huh. And my dad would just be like, uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. Okay. Okay. Ooh. We know what's coming. Yeah. Um. You know that makes me think. Uh, this is not a teacher I had. It was a teacher that I wished I had. Even mm -hmm. so, in third grade, there was a teacher, Mr. Lowe. And the thing that I was jealous of is that if you were in his class, you got to learn how to write in cursive in shaving cream. Ooh. Right. And I was that was like so cool. And I was jealous. The gel I didn't get to or be. The <laughs> you know, I don't know. Did they even have gel yet? 
Oh, was gel's been around. It's been around. It yeah. probably was. Probably was around. Um, but he got fired like a couple years later because my neighbor across the street, I think this just like puts into perspective what things were like not that long ago. Yeah. Like and in some way, in some places ago. or in, in actually still a lot of places, this is still true. I don't think it would be true where I'm from now, though. Um, he got fired because one of the teachers complained that he was gay and that he was pushing his homosexual agenda on her son. She was the (sighs) lady who lived across the street from me. Oh, wow. She also shamed my mother for getting dressed in the window of our house. She said she could see her titties. And my mom's like, why are you looking through my window from across the street in your window? (laughs) What was her answer? I don't know. Fuck off. (laughs) What a bitch. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Really glad when that bitch moved away. Do you have um do you have like a a person in your family who was who's not your parents that was influential for you? Oh, for sure. I would say like my grandmother was pretty I'm a lot like my grandmother, grandma grandma Betty. Yeah. Who was a total Betty back yep. in the day. Yeah. She just was like super intellectual, fashionable, stylish, like interesting, cultured, like traveled yeah. all over the world. She um was super excited when I was a kid because um, she would catch me reading her New Yorker magazines. You know, Ooh. she's a big reader. Um, to be honest, I was looking through the New Yorker magazines because every once in a while they had like naked pictures in them. <laughs> Tasteful nudes. <laughs> nobody knows that. How come nobody talks about the fact that there's some nudes up in the New Yorker? There, it's like the Playboy, but opposite. I would just I would go in for the um, what's it called for the cartoons. That's why I like. Yeah, it. I like the cartoons too. Yeah, but sometimes. There was nudity. <laughs> Something. There was a nude. Mm-hmm. A little rude nude in there. Yeah. 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 Okay. So Grandma Betty. Grandma Betty. Is was Grandma the Betty shit. still around? Or no, she gone? died a few years ago. Okay. She was definitely like the matriarch of the house too. I mean, yeah. or of the family. So when she she was the oldest of like, I think it's six siblings or five siblings. She yeah. Was, yeah. Six siblings, including her. So, um, you know, when she passed, I think it was like a lot of the younger siblings. It was kind of hard on them too. But, yeah, Grandma, Grandma Betty, we channel you now. Oh, every day I channel her. Grandma I have Betty. like all of my sasses from her. I did just see the movie Hereditary. Oh, oh God, are you just s- making me scarred? Think grandmas, kinda, yeah. Should I watch it? Yeah, yeah. It's weird. There's all an right. Alien. There's. I, I know it's from 2018. Did you say there's an alien. There's an alien in it. I no. thought that's what you said. No, it's just got um. That'd be a twist. It's a thinker at the end. It's a real thinker. Oh fuck. Yeah, we were Love like, that. huh. That was weird. I'm going to watch it. You should watch it. And then I'll cry. But there is a grandma in it. Rob makes me change the channel whenever there's, even though we don't change channels anymore. He makes me change the whatever we're watching on Netflix if it's a scary movie. He hates it. (laughs) That's so cute. That's not true. He doesn't make me, but he definitely is like, I really don't want to do this. And I'm like, all right, you're right. (laughs) Meanwhile, I'm over here like, can I listen to ghosts? Can I listen to ghost podcasts at night? I think I saw a ghost in my house. What happened? Fingers crossed. Oh, my God. Fuck these questions. Tell right? us about this ghost. So I was in bed late at night and I was playing. I have this stupid game on my phone that I like. I like to play it to kind of like wind down at night what now. Is it? It's like popping bubbles or some stupid shit. Okay. But like I like it because it turns my brain off and I put like a podcast on and I yeah. just like play Pop for bubbles. a little while. Anyway, the other night I couldn't sleep. And I was popping bubbles and all of a sudden I saw this, this like what f- I felt my whole fucking body, first of all, just go whoosh. Like it just felt, you ever have that feeling like, you know, like right before you miss a car, cra- like you almost miss a car crash, your whole body just goes. Ugh! Yeah. It's like an adrenal response. That's what I had. Like my whole body 
just felt it immediately as I watched this little light go across the room. And honestly, it could have just been a car driving by, but fingers crossed it's a it's a ghost. Oh, my God. I felt it. What time was it at? This was at like two in the morning. Do you usually see car lights go by like that? No. Oh, my God. Did, I know. Did the woman die in your apartment? That's Mm-mm. why they redid it. I don't think anybody died in it, but I, I hope so. so. You think someone died in it? I think someone did die in you it. You do? I feel like an old lady died in it, and that's why it was available. I think they have to tell you if you do that. I don't think if I think if they die of natural causes, they don't have to. You don't think? Because people die in a We even know time. the rules on this. We'll, we'll Google it. We'll find yeah. out. That's crazy. I'm yeah. so glad you saw a ghost. I really um, want it to be yeah, real. Yeah. Well, if you see hereditary, you better sleep with a light on. Oh, I fuck. did. I. <laughs> so <laughs> I can I watch? I it made John like I got up to pee at three in the morning. Oh my god! And the way his apartment is set up is when you look out his door into mm-hmm. the living room. Mm-hmm. There's the couch, and he has surround sound. Mm. so the Mm-mm. way the speaker was surround sound is bad in a in a horror movie situation right in my opinion. so the way the speaker was in the dark and then on the couch it looked like someone was sitting on the couch no and i was like i woke up i was like john you didn't put the light on <laughs> and he's like what and i was like put the light on he's oh like oh my god i'm not putting the light on oh my god he's like, just go in the hallway <laughs> so i like put my back to the to the uh couch and then like, good felt around for the light Wow. Well, I'm feeling spooky now because Spooked came out on the the Spooked Spooked podcast from um, Snap Judgment. First of all, I have an acquaintance who uh, I adore who is um, one of the producers for Snap Judgment, Eliza Smith. I do like Snap Judgment. Yeah, I do too. And it's great because she has been like like I can I feel like I have a direct ear to be like more spooked I love this. I love <laughs> any kind of ghost story I'm like so here for it it's literally the only thing that I like will bug her about I'll be like I like I know you have this important job and I'm never gonna pitch you on things because like it's just you know friendship boundaries but like how about some more spooked <laughs> how about <laughs> more ghost spooked? stuff please I need more ghost stories that nobody tells a better ghost story than spooked in my opinion I haven't I- heard it I need to listen to it again. So good. All right. So we talked about ghosts. Yeah. Okay. Was there, um, we'll talk a little bit more in your childhood. Do you have like, what's your most sad memory as a child? Are you fucking serious yeah. with this question? Hell no. Why? My uh, my neighbor's dog ate my rabbit. Okay. And I heard the scream. <laughs> Whoa. That yeah. is a horror movie. Yeah. It was really, but it was definitely so like a horror scene. I'm asking sad so I can, I can uh, near it with the happy. Jesus Christ. Okay. Yeah. Let's do it. What is the, I want to go from the darkest to the lightest. Mm-hmm. So that was dark. Yeah. I'm going to just go with that. There, I have plenty of lifetime trauma that I don't need to get into. Okay. We're saving that for the lifetime movie. <laughs> your trauma? Yeah. Uh, hi, my name is Kat. My trauma. Um, okay, then what's your happiest? My happiest childhood memory? Yeah. Mm. I'm going to pick a random one. It's also interesting how you can recall the most traumatic immediately, but the happiest one is just like, hmm. Yeah, I don't know why that one. I mean, one. you specifically, I feel yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. a thing with Oh, no, humans. I live in sadness. Um, okay. <laughs> that's why I need so much color and bright in my life. <laughs> balance uh, my moods. I live um, in the darkness. I live in darkness. Okay. You want to, I like go up to goth, goth kids and I'm like, you don't even fucking you don't, know. I don't even know if goth is like real anymore, but is okay. It? Happiest moment. Um, happiest moment. I have, I have plenty of happy moments. I'm going to say though, a random one. Okay. Which is that when I was a toddler, um, not that I have great toddler memories, 
But I have like this one little flash of memory from when we lived in Panama. Mm-hmm. And that I was trying to I was trying to pet a sloth. And my dad caught me and was like, don't do that. That's pretty cute. So in some ways, that could be a, a, a sad memory, too, though, because I didn't get to pet the sloth. That's true. I mean, it wouldn't have done anything to you, would it? Well, that was the thing is he was like, Ooh, we don't know. They have very big claws. They do. <laughs> I mean, they're slow, but. They're still feisty. Yeah. Yeah. I put my husband's deodorant on today. I don't think it's working. <laughs> it's the wrong pH level, I guess. <laughs> right. huh? I just want Old you guys spice? to know Old Spice. I love I, if a guy's wearing Old Spice. I'm yeah, like, I like oh, it on men. I'm out of my mind. It's like mold spice I on me. They put, I think they put pheromones Which on Spice shit. Girl would you be, Jenny? Oh, baby. Yeah, me too. 100%. Totally baby spice. Baby spice. Although, okay. as I get older, maybe ginger. So, okay. Um, if there was... Okay, so more about, like, kind of stuff that... Influ- I mean, I'm interested in what made you you, right? Okay. So, what's, like, a, an influential piece of art for and, you? Oh. Like, a piece of art that influenced you and has stuck with you? Um, It's kind of... I feel like it, the answer to this for a lot of people is probably pretty cliche. Mm-hmm. But uh, The Kiss by Gustav Klimt. I remember... The first time I saw that really? in high school, I was just like completely mesmerized by how beautiful it was. That I did not see that one. No, coming. I mean not I loved like Andy Warhol and all of that too. Yeah, but like um, I remember the first time I saw. I remember the first time I saw it. How old were you? I was in high school. High school. Okay. And I remember seeing it and being like, "That is literally the most beautiful painting I've ever seen." I just thought it was okay. gorgeous. It was just like so like. First of all, let's just point out, there's a lot of gold in that painting. Obviously. I love shiny things. You love shiny gold. So, I mean, done. Yeah. But also, it's just, there's so much emotion and, like, movement and shiny things in it. You know? Yeah. I love that. Okay. Yeah. Do you have another one, too? You didn't like so that, that answer? No, no, no. So that one is, like, <laughs> you, that inspired, I guess that influenced you, but I guess. I don't know if it influenced there, me. I just, that like. It, it caught you. It, it caught got me. you, right? What's yeah. a piece of art that has actually like influenced you? You feel like has moved you forward as a human? Uh, oh, anything by John Waters. Okay. But actually, really, I would say most people would expect me to say hairspray because I'm fat. Yeah. But actually, it would have been Crybaby. Okay. Crybaby was like, well, first of all, so local guy, as we know, and you know, I love John Waters. Um, yes. How did you come to love John Waters? Um, because because he's a local guy. Yeah. So like he's from Maryland. He's from Baltimore and all of his films are done in Baltimore. So I think like growing up as a little girl in Maryland and Crybaby was like always on TV. It's like Prince. He's like Prince. He is. He is the Prince of of Maryland. Yes. You're the Prince of Maryland. Prince of Maryland. I would say he's like everybody's, you know, King Dirty Uncle. (laughs) But um, yeah, he's just like this beloved weirdo. And I think that's the thing. Like, okay, so this is funny timing, too, because um when I was back in Maryland in February and like cleaning out my mom's house, I found an old notebook that I had had from high school. Mm-hmm. I wrote a lot. So I have, I guess I have like a couple other answers to this, but like, I mean, John Waters is the first one. Cause I think that he was just such a weirdo and so unapologetic about, about that, that that yeah. to me is just going to be like endlessly attractive and important. Um, but I found this uh, notebook from, Oh, Oh. Yeah, so I found this notebook uh, from high school, and we just, this is like, also, this is what, a story of an only child, for sure, because my bedroom was clearly still a high school shrine. (laughs) (laughs) 
still a shrine to me. Yep. But um, anyway, this notebook, I had a script that I wrote my senior year in high school that was basically my imagined version of John Waters' high, like upbringing in childhood. That's so cool. Yeah. So that was fan fiction. I'm like afraid. It kind of is. You wrote fan fiction. I did. I never yeah. thought about that. Yeah, I used to I write fan fiction. I think we should produce fiction. that. Did you? Oh, yeah. Wait, what fan? Did, <laughs> oh, do I know this? Which I wrote right? a lot of fan fiction. A lot oh my of God, corn get... fan fiction. Oh, no, you didn't. And I got published in Blender Magazine. No, you didn't. Second second, uh, second um, issue. Oh, Blender. my God. How old a... were you? 14, 15. Wow. We talked about this in the last podcast, but 15 was a big year for you. Yeah, I was a published writer. You got kicked out. You were a published writer. You did your first <laughs> comedy show. And you got kicked out of a Seven writer. Dust show. I did. So. Oh, man, life sucks. What was I doing at 15? Fucking, what were you doing at 15? You know what I was doing? What? I was being, I don't know if this was 15. I was in a band. Yeah. I was Which the is cool. singer in a Christian punk whatever band. We kind of didn't know what genre we were. I liked I liked a lot I liked like emo and hardcore yeah and we were Christian so it was kind of and punk so it was like kind of all over the place it yeah really, it was not good <laughs> but I was a good singer I had, yeah I had presence we should we should look at this old script that you wrote of John Waters. I think we should it's Why probably not? awful we could probably do a radio one of it oh reenacted on the radio yeah. Ooh, I love it teleplay mm. is that what it's called whatever I don't know um i did write all these questions in my uh like goal book so oh, right. I, it does say work with lin-manuel miranda on here oh perfect um so okay here's a fun just a fun little question i'm gonna throw out there I'm for you i'm gonna turn the sound off on oh, your oh this phone. is the sound back on okay yeah, we're i'm gonna, it, I'm gonna throw you this little <laughs> fun one if you could fuck anyone in history who oh, would you fuck oh alexander hamilton you can't do that <laughs> I actually Puerto asked, Rican I asked someone this once and that was really their answer. He was really hot. Her name was Megan Kelso and she yeah. wrote a fan fiction graphic novel about Alexander Hamilton before Ooh, Hamilton the play came out. He was very attractive. Mm-hmm. I really liked her. Um, yeah. Living or dead? Dead. Let's go back in history. Heath, Heath Ledger. Oh. I don't even, we don't even need to go back far. Peter Fonda. Young Peter Fonda. Okay. Was a babe. Okay. But Heath Ledger, also a babe. That's I don't good. know. Who else would you say? Who would I say? Yeah. I would probably fuck John Singleton Copley. What about Taft? We just, we did, I don't know who John Singleton Taft was cute when he was young. John Singleton Copley is, if you've ever seen the Sam Adams bottle. Yes. He painted, he basically painted that. It's a, oh. it's a different version, but. His Samuel, his Sam Adams is actually based off of an, uh, a painting he did of Paul Revere. Can I ask you a question? Yep. Do you think like the wigs and stuff are hot? Yes. Really? I just don't. But like, I would like them to take it off. You know what I mean? Yeah, oh, like, that's just one of those things that like when I was younger, I was always, I was always like, but that's not attractive to me, that hair. Yeah. So John Adams or sorry, Sam Adams on the Sam Adams beer was ugly. Sam Adams is a very yeah. ugly guy, but Paul Revere... Um, in 1985, they were like, oh, who, John who should be our patriot? So that's Paul Revere. John Singleton oh, Copley. Oh, 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 I see. Paul Revere was has a very, like was a baby. Little, he has kissable lips, Paul Revere. I think he does, too. He has a, yeah. a weird face, but, <laughs> you know, just like, come on. But kissable lips, Paul Revere. Okay, he's a babe. He's a babe. John Singleton Copley was a total babe with he's his little white wig. He's one of those wig. dudes that you know is, like, so attractive. He's definitely gay, though. I mean. You know what I mean? They're all having good times. Yeah. <laughs> 
they're all doing their thing. Yeah. Fair. I yeah, I think John Singleton Cop is very cute. And then also I'd probably go back and fuck Mozart too. I would definitely uh, Mozart was a Mozart was kind of babish. Yeah. Can I choose living? Yeah, who would you fuck living right it's now? Lenny Kravitz. Everyone would fuck Lenny Kravitz. Everyone would fuck Lenny Kravitz. Am I wrong? I'd fuck Lenny Kravitz. He's a, a universal. You know, he's very short. Yeah, I love short guys. Me too. I ain't got no problem with that because I got big old dicks. Which is, oh. doesn't matter. Nothing matters. Doesn't um, matter. None of it matters. <laughs> dicks don't matter. Dick size does not matter. I love a good medium. You love a medium dick? I love a good medium dick. So on the scale of foot long to kosher dog. What? I don't know. One of those is, well, I don't know. I cocktail was just weenie to, to foot long? Cocktail weenie. Thank you. A Vienna sausage to a foot long. You're really more of like a ballpark Frank. I love a good ballpark Frank. <laughs> it pumps me a cookie. <laughs> this is the worst. This makes me laugh because it's part of a previous conversation I've had before with someone about yeah about uh dicks that plump when you <laughs> that oh my just God. That pl- so uh, uh we were talking to a friend of the cast nick lavalley yeah you remember nick yeah um, i do he's attractive he's a little cutie he's a little cutie love my life yeah um and uh <laughs> we're talking we're we did a show last week and we we're talking about um dicks that just plump up yeah <laughs> that don't possibly don't grow like don't they're grow. already kind of big yeah when they're flaccid so they don't yeah. actually grow that much but they like just <laughs> you know they inflate i need to do a quick comparison <laughs> i went down a really bad reality show hole this week Uh-oh. i you know when you're burning down you just are like you know what the only things i can tolerate now are uh the bachelorette or the bachelor in paradise yeah. and love island back to back and i just want to say like u.s like the bachelor is so tame compared to love island like love island is like oh well there's that's, a ball sack that's the british one right yes they're yeah, like of course. the guy's like got his hand over his dick i mean you do see dicks yeah but you also see a, a whole i saw a ball sack when do really? you see ball sacks i need to watch this i'm just show. saying british tv totally different Dude, approach i need to, to watch to this show yeah. all right we're gonna try a thing we're gonna try to don't um, watch it you lose brain cells we're gonna try to do this um show um and travel with it are we ready to try to get in the car we're gonna travel and travel with the with the podcast yes but i want to ask you one more question what so the wigs situation these powdered wigs i just like the whole agent century pack are give you it all, give it all to me all of it yeah look the reason they wore those wigs is because they had so much fucking lice in their hair so they would just what, shave their head and so wear that was, wigs that was gonna be my question are you fucking them with the wig on I mean, it depends what we're doing that is day. Is the wig coming off? Is my wig coming off? No. Are you also wearing a wig? Of course I'm wearing Are a wig. Are you wearing one of those big, big wigs? I'm wearing a big wig. I had a big old dress on. I got my corset and my stays on. And he's just going to slip right under there. And I'm oh, not going wow. to get undressed. So you can't even actually see his face because you got he's that gonna whole be under my dress. in front of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He would just be under there hanging out. Yeah. And then someone would come in and they'd be like, Madam Jenny, um, uh-huh. the court is waiting for you. And I'd be like, oh, I'll, uh, I'll be right there. Hi. Oh, my. Oh. Now, during this time, we do need <laughs> I do acting. That was great. That was really good. I was like, give this woman a part, everybody. <laughs> during this time. Yeah. People, you know, I was thinking about the fact that you'd be it'd be under your skirt. There's a lice situation in his hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, pubic lice was a thing. Well, a we're definite gonna say thing. that this guy doesn't. We're gonna say this person that I'm fucking, whether it's Copley or Mozart, does not have pubic lice <laughs> and does not have lice lice. But and also or diseases of any kind. Are you wearing a merkin? That's what no, I want to know. No, my You're not wearing are a merkin. Out. In it? Okay, because yeah. that was a thing back then. They were into the merkins. Yeah, no. 
All right. No, I got I got full. Wild how things have I'm changed. Full. Huh? Let's Wild. go to the car. All right. <laughs> All right. We're on the road. We're doing it. We're doing. This is our first. Look at us. Touring park. That's right. We're going all the way from Echo Park to where? Uh, to Silver Lake. To Silver Lake, everybody. To pick up some dogs. And if you're not in LA, these are two very hot neighborhoods of LA. Oh my god. Well, so actually, hot. physically hot. It is 88 degrees out, yeah. but I'm pretty sure it's hotter than that. Yeah, not as hot as the valley. The valley's pretty awful, yes. Yeah. Yes, right. you're right. So we got into some pubic life situation. So we're talking about. So the question was, is who you would fuck in history? Now my question is, right. is like, who would you have? And I know it's a, it's a dumb question, but mm. I don't think it's dumb. Mm-hmm. Like, who would you actually sit and have like quality time with? So like dinner and talking, or you go to the library with them and like, or you're, you're able to have them on your own podcast. Who from history would you have that you really want to like talk and be in depth with? Um, my intellectual answer to this is Langston Hughes. Okay. Poet. Who, uh, a man of the Harlem Renaissance. like, my friend Langston? What? Your friend Langston. He's a Langston man of... Langston Kerman? Yeah, Langston Kerman. <laughs> I've never met him. Don't know why. Love a, love a good Langston. Love him. Um, no, Langston Hughes. I actually wrote my senior, uh, <laughs> my college application, uh, asked this question, and I put Langston Hughes. Really? I, um, I was really taken by his poetry when I was in, uh high school we did um one thing that was really fucking cool that we did in high school uh in my senior year is they had this sort of like experimental creative writing um and multimedia English class and so what we did is we the part of the class we actually acted out a play where we like modernized the Shakespeare play and then had to act it out yeah but we also did um oh there goes the motorcycle it's a triumph too oh, hot um Oof. Fuck it. Um, I'll fuck that motorcycle. I'll fuck that motorcycle. Come here, motorbike. All right. What about Lane? No. So we did like a. We did this like. I think it was like a couple months that we did um, an exploration of the Harlem Renaissance and the many different artists who were involved in that and the Cotton Club. And we recreated the Cotton Club. Now, granted, like. That's kind of cool. It was rad, but you know, uh, so many years later, I also realized how problematic it was at the same time that all of these white people white students would also be like act we you would basically like act out the part of somebody from the renaissance so like there was a poetry group i was actually in the music group so we created a band and then we each performed the parts of different people from the harlem renaissance okay somehow i was at a james who was not actually like old enough to really be a part of that but she is like anyway there's there was some (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> things that were not maybe as historically accurate as they could be. But it's um, still a fun way for kids to like learn. Yeah, and it wasn't like we were in blackface, but it was like, you know, we were dressing for the time and um yeah, you know, no so afros 20s. or anything, but yeah. And so and it was a mix of it was a mix of people, right? We were a diverse group of students, so um but yeah, so we so the Harlem Renaissance was something okay. that I I've, I've always thought was like really fucking cool. So I would say Langston Hughes is my intellectual answer. Okay. What's your um, fun answer? <laughs> uh, I would be... I, I, is it really corny for me to say... Uh, Can I say who I think you're going to say? Yeah, you say it. Divine. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, Divine is a good one. I was going to say John Waters. Oh. Or Elton John. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking they'd have to yeah. be dead, but yeah, that's They fine. have to be dead. Divine then, yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure, Divine. You know Divine didn't actually... Divine 
had that part specifically like for John and then got famous from it but did not actually really want to be a drag queen or a female impersonator like really wanted divine really wanted to do male parts yeah and wanted to be an actor who did male parts well he did um in a uh, uh, married with children before he died right? i forgot about that yeah. yeah um but i thought that was fascinating because people always make assumptions and it's like well you're you're wrong but <laughs> it's fine i just know more than you it's fine. Um, yeah, Divine is a great answer, though. Uh, yeah, glad I thought of it. Thank you. Thanks for thinking for me. <laughs> You're welcome. That's what I count on you for. I'm just here <laughs> to be pretty. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, all right. Do you feel like there was, like, a moment in your life that truly shaped kind of what, like, give me one in childhood and then one in, like, the next would be, like, college to adulthood? Um, like, a moment ooh. that truly shaped, like, who, that, who you are. Uh, um, a moment? Yeah, it can be like a moment. It can be like, like, okay, I remember, <laughs> I know it's silly, but the moment that I listened to Corn, okay, my, <laughs> I was like maybe 12 uh-huh. or 13, and my sister introduced it to me, and I was at this weird stage, right, where mm-hmm. I'm becoming a teenager, mm-hmm. and I was getting into boy bands. Okay. And like Backstreet Boys, and I, I didn't really like it. Like I'd been a huge Beatles fan uh-huh. my whole life, and so I was slowly edging into like boy band territory. And then Corn showed up, and it like completely changed me. Yeah. Like if if I continued down Backstreet Boy life mm. versus Corn life, sure, sure, sure. Who like what a change in my of where my trajectory went. Right. Well, I'm gonna admit something I've never admitted. Uh oh. Um, but this is not the answer for the moment. I just feel the need to air my childhood dirty laundry. Um, I asked for a Backstreet Boys album for Christmas one year. And, it's okay. And my cousins gave it to me. And But, like, literally within, like, a week later, I was like, oh, Backstreet Boys aren't cool. Fuck that. Like, I just <laughs> I remember being like, oh, I didn't realize that wasn't cool. I can't do that. <laughs> um, but I was a, so I was a closeted Backstreet Boys fan is what I'm okay. saying. I'm really glad to get it's that okay, off my chest. It's okay, you're forgiven. Woo! Girl, AJ was the one. The gods have forgiven you! That's it. Um, so, uh, no, the formative... So wait, hold formative... on to that thought. Okay. So I'm about to go grab some dogs. She's about to get some dogs. I'll be right back. Okay. Man, what a day. What a day. Okay. We have technical difficulties. Speed us through picking it. A, picking <laughs> us up some hot dogs. So my... So yeah, now for the third time... I, which nobody else has heard. I will tell you my important moment. <laughs> I'll pretend time. that I didn't hear this twice. Already. Yeah, right. Um, I remember watching Almost Famous and being like, "Oh my god, I really want to." Be- what the fuck just happened? <laughs> What's that? Someone just died outside. Um, I just was. I remember watching Almost Famous and being like, "That's what I want to do. Yeah. I want to be a rock writer. I want to be in it. I want to be down in that action in the trenches. In the trenches with these bands. I love music. I loved music so much. Like yeah. I was definitely the kind of person who was like, oh, what kind of music do you listen to? That determined for me if I liked you or not. Oh wow, you were <laughs> not a nice person. Okay. No, that's not really true. But it definitely was like, oh, these are the people I'm going to spend the most time with. Yeah. You know. Um, I get it's values. Music yeah. is values. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's family values. I mean, family values. It's it's a good starting point, right? Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of shitheads in the music scene, though, too. Well, you talked, though, about the Grease incident, which actually I feel like is really interesting. 
the Greece incident with the oh, wedding dress. Yeah. So like, you know, in my sort of like adult life, a really big moment for me was when I was working for a bridal wear startup and I remember that these dresses started coming in with these oil stains and I was like, what the fuck is this about? This seems really weird. Are they like eating chips on the job? Like what's <laughs> happening, you know? And uh, I asked the CEO about it and he was like, oh, well, there's a heat wave in China right now. So the machines get really hot. So uh, these oil stains can happen more easily. And I was like, wait, it's just like everything clicked for me. I was like, okay, well, if the machines are hot, that means that the people are hot, which means you're telling me that they're working in a space that's not air conditioned Mm -hmm. in the middle of a heat wave. And it just was like, it's it seems like it would be a tiny moment but it was a big moment of realization for me about how difficult it is to make ethical fashion and it was like one of those moments where I was like absolutely not I will never work for a company um, in fashion that doesn't care about its people yeah that's it so that's how I got that's one of the sort of like big stepping stone moments for me in uh, my path to ethical fashion yeah and being right that's I am today. a big moment yeah, it was big. It was big. And, uh, you know, that company, my entire experience with that company was a pretty big trash fire. But, you know. Yeah, but it was a trash fire that let you. Yeah. Through the trash fire comes a trash phoenix. Uh, a trash phoenix. Comes a trash. I am the trash phoenix. phoenix I am today. <laughs> um, okay, what was this other question? I made other mostly questions. of LaCroix cans. I apparently don't know how to write. Oh, oh this good. one. If you could delete one social media app, what would you delete? Twitter. Why Twitter? Don't even, like, you don't even have to think about it. Because Twitter is one of those ones that, like, first of all, I go through very, I'm in a stage right now where I'm using Twitter. Yeah. Um, but most of the time, I I rarely feel like I make meaning, any sort of meaningful connections with people on Twitter. Like, I, I'll talk to people and I'll have, like, conversations about stuff, but I don't feel like I make friendships the way yeah. that I have from, like, Instagram and Facebook. It's just, uh, it's a cesspool. It is a cesspool. Yeah. I mean, most social media is, but yeah. But I get that. Twitter could could or or oh, here's some here's some questions because think about power dynamics because I'm mm-hmm. angry um, for a number of reasons. One of them being that I'm just really tired because mm. I watched the Chappelle thing. Oh no! And I'm just tired of these guys. Uh-huh. Just not fucking. Just like being compassionate. What's the deal with the Chappelle one? Because all, all I've heard is like, oh, the Republicans love this new Chappelle thing. And I was like, I don't. What's the story? Like what well, you watched? It, I so. feel like he's just not saying anything. I'm not going to give any views. He's so. just he's just not really not saying anything. There are some funny jokes, but there's nothing really joke. He, he's at the level where he just says stuff uh-huh. and people laugh. But like what kind of stuff? Like he was talking about the Michael Jackson stuff and mm. saying how he doesn't believe it. Oh, okay. and then making the thing that like, you know, those kids got their dick sucked by Michael Jackson. Like that's the best. Oh, like, wow. if, if they're gonna have anything happen, that's like the best wow. thing. Which is like, and I was talking to my friend Christine about it. That's like a joke you make in private, mm-hmm. as like a oh my god, oh god, <laughs> it's a terrible thought. But ah. so what happened to Dave Chappelle? Do we know? Has he been replaced with like a robot brain? You no, know, I mean he's just he's just. That's the thing is he's just. He is that now. He well, is rich. He yeah. is a man. Mm. And he's 45. Yeah, there is That's something it. about people when they get rich believing that they suddenly have more world knowledge than other people. Rich, 45, male. It's more name. emotional knowledge. So I guess my thing that made me mad is like, I just, I would like just, you know, I don't understand why that level of people who I call my heroes can't just be more sympathetic. Mm-hmm. And like, 
you know, to the whole Me Too stuff. They always, they all use Me Too as like this. That's one of those things I've heard like a this, lot. As like this, oh, yeah. Me Too. It's like, no, man, that's like a movement that was super needed and like things are, yeah. shit's bad and whatever. But so, yeah, we'll the, talk about that on another episode. Yeah, just, no, I want to talk about it now. You just brought it up. Well, but I need to ask this question. <laughs> right. That's why I'm asking what okay. I'm going to ask this question. Because go, I'm gotta, thinking gotta, about gotta. male power dynamics. Oh, yeah. And I'm thinking like. Well, all my heroes are white gay, gay men. Have you well, noticed that? There you go. That's true. Yeah. Um, who can be just as awful? I mean, they're not all my heroes, but like all the people that I've ever met in person who I like stuttered around were white gay men. Well, you know, there's a new thing with them. I'll tell, I'll tell you off, off, uh, Mm -mm. off here. Just about how, um, no, no, but Richard Pryor's son is accusing Paul Mooney. No. Yeah. Oh no. That's what I heard. I have not looked into it, but, um, Let's talk about this. Okay. I don't know why I thought of, Paul Mooney's not even gay. I don't know why I thought about that. Okay. I got Paul Mooney's kind of like sassy. So I guess so. Yeah. He, he's got some sass. Um, so if you. Okay. All right. If you had the chance mm-hmm. to be a man oh. in this world. Mm. First of all, what would your name be? Uh, Sassafras. Sassafras. <laughs> okay. Let's go with it. And then I guess I would. Like how would your life be different? Uh, oh, what well, would you do differently? Different. Well, I think that reality, my name would not be Sassafras. That would be my chosen name. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love Rufier. My chosen um, name is Sassafras. <laughs> you can call me Sassy. <laughs> um, no, I don't know. Would I be a man and what would my life be like? I don't think I've actually ever contemplated this. Honestly. I think about it a lot. I think I'd be a singer in an emo band. You think so? Yeah. That's but what I have think you decided on a name yet? Uh, mm, well, it's got to be some like white Orange County boy name if I'm going to be the singer in an emo band. Connor? It's probably Connor. Yeah. You're, which is the name of my Connor. dog. <laughs> Your dog is also I Connor? had a dog named Connor. Okay. Yeah. It was like, I know Millie. I had a bright eyes phase. All right. Okay. Connor? All my dogs are named Irish names. I don't know why. So Connor... You're, you're in an emo band. I'm in an emo, emo band. Uh, we've, we, yeah, that's, and I wear shirts that are really tight and pants from American Eagle. Okay. Yeah. Um, I can't, literally, I cannot imagine my life as a man, though. It's, this is a really, this is a surprisingly tough question. Yeah. Have you thought about yourself as a man? I mean, oh, you yeah, have male characters all the time. you do. I think about, when I think about it, I'm just like, man... It would just be so much easier. Yeah. And that sucks. <sighs> I, I don't know if it would be easier for me. I feel like I would be just as much of a pain in the ass as a male as I would be as a female. Yeah, but your pain in the assness would be way more accepted. Yeah. He's just being strong. Yeah. Nah, I definitely being people a would think I was real clever. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'd be super witty. I think I think I would still be a comic. I'd Probably a pretty successful comic, too. I really cannot imagine myself as a man. Like, I literally cannot. This question is blowing my mind. Yeah. I can't picture it. I think my name would probably be something, um, probably like Max. Mm. Max. Max Sounds or right. a Jewish name. I mean, Max yeah. is kind of a Jewish name, but. <laughs> yeah, Moshe. Yeah, not Moshe. No. Moshe Kasher. <laughs> Jenny, as a male, is just Moshe Kasher. That's it. I think I would I would have a very my aesthetic would be 
definitely. I mean, I don't have. I'd have a beard. Ah, uh, yeah. I'd be fucking lumberjacking it. Yeah. All I guess day. I would have to. I'd make leather things. I don't like to do my <laughs> hair. So I guess that would that would be it. Yeah. yeah. I have a big old dick too. You have a big old dick. I'd probably have a fine dick. I'd probably have a good seven. I think I don't. I don't know. But my balls would be wacky. What are? <laughs> That dude's got some, some wacky real balls. wacky balls. He seems like a real just, Jenny, that one. I just always think about how my uncle used to say about my mom, like, <laughs> she should have been born a man. <laughs> yeah. Just some, like her personality. Your like mom's she is. such a tough broad. She is a tough broad. Yeah. And I think she f- struggles with that all the, every day. Mm, every of day. Of being an island. Uh, While yeah. if she was born a man, she wouldn't have that struggle. No, it would be hot to women. Yeah, I think yeah, I think like she struggles with the power with the power dynamic. Yeah, and I think that that's that would be the relief in being a man is you wouldn't have to struggle within the power dynamic anymore. I think I'd be a real like Mark Ruffalo, Ronan Farrow type. Oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah. I'd be like, what? Women are great. Yeah, I love women. I take <laughs> care. I re- tell their stories. <laughs> you tell their stories. That's what Ronan Farrow does. That's true. Yeah. Maybe you should leave it to women to tell her stories. Oh, shit. Ronan. I mean, he did help you me mean too happen. Sinatra Jr.? Oh, he's definitely a Sinatra. Oh, his dad is 100% free Sinatra. Yeah. Woody Allen saw that baby and was like, I think I'd be. It's not mine. I didn't make that. I got to say, though, if I could choose who, what male I would be, I know exactly who I would choose. Who? I would for sure be Leonardo DiCaprio. Nah. For sure. He's got first of all, he's got so much fuck you money. Second of all, he's like, do I have a, an entire harem of models? Yes, they're called the Pussy Posse. It's great. And then, uh-huh. yeah, and I would wear Hawaiian shirts like a motherfucker. Okay, you would be trash. I would be. I and I would make documentaries about the environment. Okay. Yeah. Well, I would be Al Pacino. Uh, of course you would. Which is who I am anyway. <laughs> I just think Leonardo DiCaprio, well, Al Pacino is a great gaudy positive choice. I think Leonardo DiCaprio is like, he can, he goes under the radar of being gaudy positive. I think he is. I think so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we did learn a lot about you. That's who I would be. Yeah. Or Freddie right, Mercury. Leo. Uh, no, that feels like too much. No, too much. I think to be Freddie Mercury. I didn't watch the documentary. Too much. I mean, the, too much struggle. Yeah. I got enough struggle. Too yeah. much struggle, and then I don't. I don't want. I don't want to die. Babes. Yeah, I would kind of like to be Elton John. All right. Well, he's still doing well. I actually wonder how Elton John feels about the fact that such an attractive man played him in Rocket Man. Still haven't seen it. He's so attractive. This guy, the actor who plays him, whose name I'm forgetting, because to me, he's just the new Elton. He is so fucking attractive, though, that like I watched and was like, wow, I've never been attracted to Elton John. And then I is thought, the how does you Elton be? feel? Yeah, maybe I want to be him. Yeah. Um, but also, I want to know how Elton feels about being attracted to the person who's playing him. While oh, yeah. He's playing him. Is that like a level of narcissism? I don't think it is, because it's like, how could you not be attracted to him? Yeah, but that's like Liberace specifically made mm. men look like him that's someone i wouldn't want to be liberace yeah i would not want to be a gay person beyond now true but also i wouldn't want to be liberace because like, people might take that the wrong way but it's just like a lot of struggle 
this just sounds there's so much pain in that glitter yeah the same yeah like the same way as like i would i love the 18th century but realistically no i would not want to be a woman in the 18th century yeah sounds like a horrible life you know whose life seems pretty cake who and we know i'm not a fan rod stewart not a big fan of rod stewart look let's just look at the facts rod stewart is he an attractive guy he's no he's never been an attractive guy. guy never been an attractive guy music eh kind of okay you're just insulting all of scotland right now i don't give a fuck okay there's attractive people from scotland that is not one of them okay and i blame hollywood for him really but he's a musician yeah but he's not but my point is that rod stewart got through life being kind of like a mediocre white dude who like maggie's a great song wake up night i think i got something to say to you look it's very catchy i can sing it too yeah i'm just saying i don't think but you see his life like you've seen that man has got buckets of money living a gilded life in beverly yeah, hills but his hair oh is he yeah his daughter why do you have such a vendetta against i don't know stewart because there's better billy joel's better billy joel is better billy joel's better i That's all I'm saying. love billy joel there's not enough room Billy Joel did try to kill himself by drinking bleach. He did? He tried when he was younger. Oh, Billy. Yeah. Also, Billy really doesn't like it. Uh, One of my favorite writers from when I was a teenager was Chuck Klosterman. He wrote a book called Sex, Drugs, and Cocoa Puffs. Yeah, I think it's up there somewhere. It also... Oh, yeah. It's a great book. Oh, Killing Yourself to Live. Oh, different one. But I loved Chuck Klosterman in high school. That was another writer for me who I was like, oh, I really want to be a writer now. He's so cool. Also, he loves Minneapolis. He loves Minneapolis and he's a rock writer. Yep. But he made fun of Billy Joel and was like, oh, you're not a cool guy. And apparently Billy Joel took it very personally. Yeah. Does not like to be told that he's not cool. I love Billy Joel. I think you're cool. He's not. Where can people find you? Um, is this the end of the interview? Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> I just wanted to talk about Billy Joel for another hour. Um, you can find me online at all of these social networks, including LinkedIn. No, not LinkedIn. Okay. At Style Ethic. LinkedIn is the one I would get rid of for real, though. I would get rid of LinkedIn. I don't even know why I have one. The people who connect with me on LinkedIn are not people I want to connect with. Yeah. They're all strangers. It's com- like, why do I want to talk to people in comedy? No. In LinkedIn. <laughs> so I'm Jenny Zagrin on everything. Headed to Europe. By the time you hear this, I will be in Paris. Nice. And I'm going to Basel and Zurich and Berlin and London. So check that out. And then also, you can catch me with the satellite for a Comedy Central featuring. Oh, yeah. Boo is very sad. And Boo is very sad that this interview's over. I'm working on, as we know, I'm working on the Emmys. I've got two dresses. And then things are looking good. We've got some custom jewelry being made. Um, The jeweler we're working with, by the way, for Dulce is amazing. She fucking, I didn't know this, she mines her own stones. Whoa. Yeah. She goes out with a chisel and a hammer and gets her own rocks it's crazy that's crazy yeah so Ow. they're called wade and willow if you want to check them out oh, they're Booth doing has his really dick all over your stuff. bag i'm very sorry oh good Dog wade dick. and willow everyone wade Wouldn't and willow be the first time <laughs> don't know what that means <laughs> check them out all right cool um guys go rate subscribe go to uh gaudy positive show on instagram what is in your beard? Sorry, guys. Dogs are weird. Dogs are fucking weird. Dogs but are weird. But we love weird. you. She's actually um, saying that to me. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I don't know if we're gonna. Sh- I don't know if we're gonna have another one out by next. This is. Will we have? Is that the twelfth? When is that one? I don't know. We'll have whatever. We'll you guys, we'll out. see you. 
So There'll we might skip a week, soon. but who knows? Who okay, knows, bye. guys?